podcast this is a little bit of a shorter turnaround from our last one we're doing a little raptors recap but first it's time to introduce the host myself phil Boilo, aka sporting phil what up man james holis aka at j holis hoops on the twitterverse so we're basically bringing this up because our last show we were talking about kind of race well, for second. sorry so i did a terrible job in my intro sorry i just want to say because I'm watching the highlights after uh, the Celtics just blew. You know, they were up three late, and they, uh, Jimmy Butler drew a foul on Marcus Smart, bogus foul in the last second, hit the free throws to win, right, going into the All-Star break. So I'm a little bummed out. My Celtics blew a, a very winnable game on the road. To, I think I've been the fifth row, fifth win in a row, and they blew it. So I know well, no, they, one, no, one, no one probably even cares. I think nobody even caught what I just did, but I'm, I just want to talk some more. So go ahead. Well, I think actually that that's that's a good segue to what I want to talk about because the Celtics will come up in the first bit of this. Uh, we were talking about the race for second in the Eastern Western Conference in our last show, kind of talking about Boston, Washington, Toronto in the East, and we had um, we had the Rockets, Jazz, and Spurs in the West. Now we're talking about what uh, like a big trade could have meant, and I was really big on if. The Celtics could have picked up Serge Ibaka because we knew he was kind of on the block or they were looking to move him because he wasn't going to re-sign in Orlando. And in between then and now, he got traded to the Toronto Raptors for Terrence Ross in a first-round pick. Now, before we talk about the ties to and possible ties to, to you know Boston and all that, what was your gut feeling? Like you saw this to this, what was your initial? So um, over at B-Ball Breakdown, we did a whole uh... – mock NBA trade deadline where we had it's a pretty massive project 30 people 30 they, they all had a team to control as GMs they all talked and you know actually try to solidify moves to make the teams better right it's all mock thing but the one thing the Orlando uh whoever had Orlando actually did trade surge to to Toronto and I've you know I think me and you've been discussed that a little bit once so my initial reaction was good for Toronto because Toronto's been really 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 struggling lately I think um in their last, I don't know, over the last month, uh, since like the 18th of January, they're like five and 11. Um, they were two in the East and they're all the way back to fourth with Atlanta only half game behind. So uh, it's good for them. Um, they needed something. Um, I had a feeling it was coming. I thought they were going to swing for him or Millsap. I really think they should have went for Millsap instead, but that's probably been a lot more, a lot more expensive for him. So I understand. Was the Not price too high? Just right. Like, how'd you feel that way? The, the trade, I think it, I think it's a steal. Uh, from what I understand, when when OKC was trying to move him to Toronto, they wanted Patrick Patterson, Terrence Ross, and like you know, I think a couple. Oh, um, I think Powell. I, I think like I yeah, saw it on. Um, I oh, saw it on. Real... It was it was Patrick pa- Patrick Patterson, uh, Corey Joseph, Norman Powell, and and Michael the ninth Pick. overall pick. Yeah, uh, and the ninth. And, yeah, so I think they they kind of um, Orlando got robbed, and I this is this is more of an indictment of Orlando's uh, front office than anything because they got swindled to take Obaka, and then they so basically they traded Victor Oladipo and the number was it, eleven pick. Uh, 
Sabonis. No, Domantis. Yeah, they traded him for Terrence Ross and like a, a late first round pick. That's just that's just terrible asset management. <laughs> and this is just it's a string of moves, right? How they moved uh, Tobias Harris for like Ilyasova and then let him walk. You know, they just they've just just frittered away. They just pissed away assets for the last couple of years. And it's pretty. Disgusting. They've had a lot of top five picks and like who's their best player right now. Maybe Aaron Gordon, who's just getting to play power forward again. Evan, Evan Fournier is probably their Evan best player. Evan Fournier, sure. And, and at least Ross and him will put up some points. But, but okay, <laughs> so we think it's a good deal for Toronto. Now, uh, the one thing that was kind of coming back to Boston, and, and, and off-air you're kind of saying how you want to talk about this, is Boston apparently said no to trading uh, Terry Rozier in, in a deal that may have landed him. I personally thought Ibaka... And Horford would have made a really dope front court. I was really actually excited for that to happen. Uh, and I know some people may think I'm crazy being a Canadian guy actually cheering for Boston to pick him up. But I, I actually thought Boston with Ibaka had the best chance to knock off Cleveland, if maybe. Okay, so let me ask you. You're saying best chance. What what, what percentage do you give them then? What, what are we talking here? Uh, I'll give them 40 out of, 40 out of 100. Are you, I think that's way too high. It's it's funny because I, I get what I you I like mean. the continuity and depth on that team. I like the coaching. I think they but execute. But there's not continuity well. when you bring in a you bring in a brand new six six ten power forward to start, and then it's a rental because you don't know if he's going to stay. And then if he does stay, you're going to end up paying him max money, and, and so you pretty much kill your cap space. And that's not a bad core to be locked into. You know Isaiah Thomas, Al Horford, and and Ibaka Crowder. It's not bad for the next couple of years at all. It's not bad at all. I think we always somehow start to forget around this time of year what LeBron James does in the playoffs. I get it. I get it right now. Uh, you know, Love's out six six to eight weeks, whatever. JR is still out. They look vulnerable. Uh, Channing Fry looked really good the other night. Actually put a bunch of rebounds. So they, they got some guys who can step in. But Well, but, my point being that they look vulnerable. But it, this is LeBron's league. This is LeBron's conference, man. It's LeBron's conference until he decides it's not. I mean, he he probably steps down or he just yeah. Really but isn't that that whole point of what I was talking about before of like why put money into it and why like like not like no. even try but but that's what but no, like, no 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 that's your thing. You're saying if you're not a contender, you don't you need to go ahead and you know just toss away assets and rebuild whatever. My thing is like no, you try, but this Boston's the number two team in the in the East, right? You don't give up, and I, I, I hear I've been seeing the talk about oh Terry Rozier, Terry Rozier, ha ha. They didn't want to give. You don't give up a real asset because even tonight Terry Rozier had 11-3-3. He's a strong perimeter defender. You got to when you have a trio of defenders like Rozier, Smart, and Bradley, you're already ahead of the game over most teams. There's a reason that they're number two in the East right now, even without Avery Bradley. They're a good yeah. team, right? So you don't start moving actual assets, which Rozier is. He's not a good player yet, but he's he's he shows a lot of promise. Smart, athletic, you know, uh, long defender. You want you want to keep that. You don't just say, all right, you know, even if it's, I don't know what what was the what was the deal that Boston would have to get Rozier and what? I don't know. What I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even hear anything else. Um, all I heard was basically they said no to him, and that kind of stopped the talks. Which is so. My point is, no matter what, like people keep saying, you make the gamble. Yeah. You make the gamble when you feel that the gamble's worth it, and I think even with Abaka. He's not that strong a rebounder. That's actually the, the the big thing. He's definitely an upgrade as a rim protector, even though the last couple of years, he's, he hasn't been the rim protector that that he was. Um, you know, it's so... 
I would I would have liked it, but then it comes to all right. Well, you get them, you got to pay them. Are you sure you're gonna pay them? Because if you don't, you just got 30 games of Ibaka and you gave up real assets. Yeah, you know and that's not making sense. Okay, it's okay, that's not. not. So, and we already we already know that all all reports is that Jerry wants to pay him. Like he, he's kind of coveted him for a while. Like yeah, yeah. this year, hey, look, Ibaka and Ibaka averaged, wanted to go there. He wanted to be in Toronto. He's got ties to with Jerry apart from that. 2013, Ibaka averaged three blocks a game. In fact, yeah. this is scary. 3.7 blocks a game in only 27 minutes in 2012. Then it was three blocks a game in 2013. 2.7 in 2014, 2.4 in 15, uh, 2016, 1.9. Now he's down to 1.6. I mean, I get oh, it. Because he wanted I mean, to incorporate a bigger offensive role. Like he fell into that trap, right? Well, see, again, that's not that has nothing to do with blocking shots. On defense, is the other end, right? You're not. I'm saying not uh, where your priority and energy goes. No, no, right? my my point. Well, if that's what you want to say, but I mean, so what's he going to do in Boston? Sure, he'll block you know a couple shots a game, maybe, but. No, I've noticed he's he's been kind of in a decline. I don't know. I, I'm I'm fine with it. I think um, I kind of think they should kind of roll with what they got right now. We'll All see. Right. I, somebody made a, somebody made the comment. Well, let's see if they. In fact, one of our, our I'm going to call you out, Josh. Josh. Uh, Josh Everly. Oh, they ain't going to get a Baca because Rozier. Let's see if they can't beat Toronto in the playoffs. Then we'll revisit this. And I'm like, that that doesn't matter because Toronto's not the team to beat. Even if they beat Toronto, then you know Toronto turn around and loses to to Cleveland. That's the whole point. Cleveland is is the team to beat. We're not making moves to beat Toronto. We're making moves to beat Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. no, no, that makes sense. All right, well, uh, uh, let's swing it back to Toronto. So we thought it was a good trade, and he obviously fits like a like a role there. Um, so there was an other, uh, there was another story that's kind of coming out of Toronto with with their with their slide there. And some people are thinking that their coach, Coach Casey, has kind of lost the locker room. Do you think there's any truth to that in when you see them play, what you heard around the league, player reports, all the rest? Okay, so I got a, I got a memory like an elephant, and I went and did some searching. I remember, this seemed like Groundhog's Day. 2013-2014, they won 48 games. I remember distinctly, they went to a slide where they, they, lost, uh, they lost 7 out of 13. There was, they went 6-13 and 13 over a stretch. You know, I'm sorry. They actually that was a 19 game stretch, but they went six and 13. So they lost 13 out of 19. Um, in 2015, they had a stretch over like 24 games. They went nine and 15, and I remember hearing these same things. Casey's on the hot seat. Last year they didn't really do it. Last year there was an eight game stretch where they went two and eight. They won 56 games. Everything get better. So this is the worst so far. They're five and 11 in their last uh, 16 games. Mm-hmm. They've fallen. They've fallen from second to fourth in the East with you know Atlanta point five games back, but we hear this every year, and then they right the ship after you know fifteen twenty games, and then they usually kind of finish strong. I think this uh, the Ibaka trade, even though people you know there's actually an article on the Ringer about how he's not going to save them, but things can have a trickle. No, things can have a trickle down effect. It can also have a trickle up effect. So uh, he can you know just an injection of new talent. Uh, a guy who can actually hit the, you know, he's, he's pat pat on steroids, basically. Um, I, I think it's, they'll be fine. I, I, you know, Casey's going to make the playoffs, probably lose to Cleveland sometime and they'll, they'll be fine. All right. So, uh, so there's no real risk you think of, of, of Casey losing his job because of what's happening. Cause it's kind of an on trend thing. Well, um, well I'll, I'll say this other than there's always a risk because we saw what happened with Scott Brooks. Sometimes it gets to be this would be a certain point where I think ownership says, "Okay, we've gone as far as we can with this guy. 
even if it's not quite his fault, whatever happens, we've gone as far mm-hmm. as we can. It's time for a change. And like, so, so there's definitely a chance. I don't want to say there's not a chance. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Okay. So what's your gut feel? So, uh, uh, so this year, so you're saying uh, you don't think they get past Cleveland LeBron's uh, LeBron's conference. He does this thing. So maybe it's a good series. Um, we can revisit that. What I think is really interesting is with the addition of Ibaka, you kind of have to think that they're signing him, right? With his relation with Ujiri, he's kind of said it's going to happen already. Ibaka's said he wants to be there. It's kind of like, and and I don't take Ujiri as a guy to make poor decisions. He Like, in my mind, he's one of the more savvy GMs in the league. Ever since he's come in, he, he shed some terrible contracts there in Toronto. He's made some kind of sly draft picks and trades. Um there's a lot of bigs there in Toronto at this point. You got Abaka, you got JV, you got Potal, who you just drafted, you got Baby, who's going to need some minutes. Still got Pat Pat, and I'm probably forgetting about some guys. But and then you have, I've read some reports that Demar Carroll is not super happy with his role, how the teams run, and all this, and he's an expensive vet. So, how do you see this off season shaking up? I mean, you the forgot record? the you forgot the uh, the indomitable. Jared Sellinger, oh, and Kyle baby. Lowry contract. Oh, and 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 Oh, okay. So, uh, so he just adds to the pile there. So, uh, so about six of those guys in the front court, and, and then you got to and then you got to pay Lowry. So, you're throwing a lot of money at Lowry. Presumably, he's they're keeping him. Presumably, they're keeping a back. I mean, I mean, if you disagree with me, uh, uh, call it out now. And they've already signed. No, I mean, uh, that's what I think they're going to do, right? They just gave your boy DeRozan what almost 150, 145, whatever. We know Kyle Lowry is going to demand about 150. They're going to pay him. I mean, if Ibaka takes a, a if Ibaka takes a penny less than 100 mil, you know, for even four years 100 mil, five years 110 mil, I'll be shocked. I think Ibaka so, yeah. will be about 20 per. I don't know. I think that's um, where he's going to land. You think so? And I mean, yeah, how old is he? he's 20, he's listed he's 27. 20, he's 27. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll probably give him four years. Wait, so you think four years, 80 million? Yeah, that kind of thing. They might even, they might even be able to get him for. I think he's going to get. I I can see, I can even see three years seventy five mil. I yeah, maybe. It. All right. But so either they, way, my point is, they're, they're, I think they're going to pay him. Um, but you're right. They they can't keep all these guys, man. That's just that's too many. Um. I, I mean, I think. They've the reason I bring it up, it, the reason I bring it up, is because I, I, I was I was shooting out some theoretical trades today that was going to throw like Carroll and JV to the Clippers, and 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 I was just going crazy thinking, thinking like how DeAndre Jordan would look dope next to Serge Ibaka, uh, oh whatever. I just put all that aside, and and we're and we're kind of throwing players back around, and and again Josh Eberle and and our guy Justin. Um, I was talking about throwing uh, Baby in there because obviously if you're losing DeAndre Jordan, you're losing the shot blocker, which uh, Valanciunas is not. And they're like, no, nah, he's got way too much value. And so in my mind, I'm like, you just spent a lot of like a high draft pick on Potal. Are you giving him minutes? He's looking pretty good. Baby's blocking shots. You added a bucket. Like, like where do you – like I don't see them signing – like uh, Sullinger with these guys, like okay, so like, Sully's I gone. can't see you. Yeah, Sully's gone. He's he's a he's just not a good player, and I think they kind of already see that. You know, he's trying to get back in shape. He just doesn't. He's not a good fit. I think Sully's gone. Yeah. Um. So I'll say this about, and they they have a, the only thing about Nogueira. Am I saying that right? The point yeah. that they're making is that on when he's on his what he's on his rookie deal. 
right? And yeah, yeah. I, 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 like this is this is his what second year? And um, um, I know Potal's on his first one, so I'll look at uh, I'll look up Nogueira now. I'll get you that one. I got it. I'll uh, look it up. Yeah, because if this uh, is on uh, his second year, he's a two year. Then... He, uh, he's a two year oh, player. No. So no, this is his uh, this is his third year, bro. Uh, so uh, yeah, so he's had yeah. two years of experience. This is his third. Sorry. So rookie deals are what four? So they're gonna have yeah. to, I think, tender tender him an offer next year, and then I think he becomes a free agent five. So that's that's still pretty good. He's on that rookie deal. Um, uh, he's he's on a very controllable, affordable contract. So I can see why they would say you'd probably move Big JV before you move him, right? Because especially if you're already paying those other guys really big money. And he's the baby. Um, and he's the babysitter uh, uh, for Bruno. Like if you ever spend any time around, those two are like attached to the hip. Cause- Hey, I mean, let's real quick aside. Is Bruno ever going to be anything, bro? I, my heart says yes. My mind says no. I, I watched I, some clips of him, and he looks amazing. But then it's like he's he doesn't have as much bounce as you as I thought he did. I don't think he's got to have because he's like six nine with a seven seven wingspan. He's and and I like his jump shot. Like I just think he's he can be that. Like I think it's the killer instinct that lacks more than anything. Oh like, God. Uh, uh, but anyways, uh, uh, going back to these bigs, like, would you kind of alluded to like Valanciunas either way? Like, that's actually what popped in my mind right away. You're, if you're pulling a Baca who's six ten, two thirty five, so he can pull, he can play some center in this league, maybe For not sure. full time, but but like in my mind, you can move Valanciunas because if your if your bigs are Pat Pat, Abaca, Nogueira. And uh, and Potal, like like if your veterans are Papad and Abaca, and you have like like Nogueira has been doing it for a bit, and you know what he brings. And I think Potal's got a little bit of an advanced game in terms of his inside scoring, and he can pass. Um, and, and you still have uh, 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 Pascal Siakam, right? So again, another one. So yeah, so right. Much. Yeah, they got they got to figure out what to do with those bigs, man. Um, uh, I don't know. I. And you're paying a lot of money, like, and you're gonna have to pay. Like JV's, like he's on an affordable contract. He's being paid about 14 mil a year. But for me, I don't know. Like when you're looking at what you're paying for the other guys, uh, do you not say, like, maybe I'm paying my big money to my big three? Do I really need JV? Considering I got these other guys who can kind of do it, I'll give his minutes to Potal and hope he brings the offensive game JV does. And then Podol, I, nah, you don't even need that from JV. Is from Podol. It's the fact that like Podol's making less than three million a year. Nogueira's making less than two million a year. Siakam's making about a million, like one point two mil. Yeah, yeah. That's if you can, if you can cobble together between uh, those three guys, if you cobble together seventy five percent of JV's production. You're that you're golden. Because you're getting it for like a fraction of the price. I think you can. You're about to pay uh, Ibaka all that money. Yeah. And those guys are all faster too. So for the modern NBA, those guys fit the way they may want to run a bit. Like, like I think JV is cool, but I, I, I don't think that backcourt fills uh, uh, plays with them. Like I've heard a bunch of times that him and and the backcourt of Demar and Lowry, they don't really mesh together, and and like like they don't really feed them the way maybe some guys should. All right. Well, I know that our clock's running down, man. We're we're in the final seconds of a, of a close game here. All right. So, all right. So let's call it all these additions. If they have to play Cleveland, everyone's healthy in a seven-game series. Uh, 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 what does that series look like? Uh, everybody healthy. So we're saying Cleveland's healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so Cleveland still gets them in like maybe six. 
I, I don't, I don't, Ibaka's nice. He's a, he's a, he's a really good player. Um, I think his, his, his potential from what we saw of him, we started hitting threes. Everybody kind of went nuts with, Oh, he can be this, that he's just not that guy. We, I think we're even now he's averaging 15 a game when he's kind of been quote unquote cut loose in Orlando. He's, this is him. He's going to average, you know, 15 to 17, seven to eight rebounds. Maybe, maybe his, maybe he'll get some fire and start blocking shots again. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, this is just who he is, man. And you know what's funny? He hated being like marginalized in the offense with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Well, he's right back to it with Demar and, and Kyle Lowry. Um, yeah. So, see, yeah, I agree with you, but I have a gut feeling that they're moving JV uh, for a bigger wing because, in my mind, even though he picked up Ibaka, you're still like you said having to get through LeBron, and you have and outside of Carroll, you're pretty thin. Like I think. They got a bunch of guys who could do decent on on Love, but I think this is a precursor to another trade. I can see maybe taking Love, uh, sorry, JV, and maybe even putting in Carroll and getting like a pretty big time wing. So the the problem with that is like uh, when you start moving big pieces mid season, that's kind of that's a real gamble, right? Because chemistry is such a big part of basketball, and even though right now they're struggling, they seem like they you know. I've heard the comments they were making about how the offense is run. I heard Kyle Lowry like you know basically say no comment. He couldn't say certain things. Mm-hmm. So I know I know they're frustrated, but we also know that you know we see how Kyle Lowry and DeRozan interact. So I, I don't know. I think that it, it's it sounds like a desperation move if they do this that kind of thing at the uh, at the at the trade deadline, which is like a week away. Yeah, no, that's true. And, and and if there's one team that has the guys that are perfect for them, like the Denver Nuggets, it's the one team that really doesn't need another center. Exactly. So uh, cool. Real quick, before we, before we ride here, I yeah. want to say, up until January 18th, Golden, uh, the the Raptors were right behind Golden State in offensive writing by like point, no, point, point 0.1. Yeah, people point. were super hyped on them. They, they, were, they were up at 113 points per 100 possessions, right behind Golden State at 113.4. Since then... Their offensive rating is down to 103.4, the 23rd in the league. Wow. Uh, their defensive rating is up to 107.6, 22nd, and their net rating is at 22nd, like negative 3.5 net rating. When up until January 18th, they were plus like 7.9, which was third behind Golden State and San Antonio. I don't, I get it. When I think that's probably when Demar got hurt, but they they really they fell apart, man. Yeah, they've tumbled. So that's just that's let's hope the All Star break they get you know they all get some rest, and uh, Surge gives them a shot of life because you know Atlanta's right on, hot on their heels. Yeah, well, I think this is going to make a big play. I still think they lose in seven, but I think this is going to be a way closer series than we ever think. Um, I guess we'll see because I still I st- I don't think they could get through Boston, much less get through. Uh, Oof. You know, Oof. Oh. Hey, those three. Hey, those those defenders, man. When you got guys like Crowder, Smart, Bradley, and you know, and then then Toronto's a guard-driven team. I comes a whole different ball game. You know what? I agree with you. I and and I see where you're coming from, but I just don't think it's enough. But that's why we play the game. All right, guys. Well, listen. Hope you guys like the Raptors roundup. Uh, leave your comments below, and and hit us up on Twitter and social media to see who you agree with. Maybe it's one. Maybe it's the other. That's why we play. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Pressbasketball.com. I like that, man. That's how we, that's why we play. That's the, that, that, is that a catchphrase now? Did you roll with? Yeah, I just kind of came up with something because I was ending these shows like garbage. Okay. I'm going to have to come up with my own too then. Leave all this in there, uh, homie. Ryan, leave that in there. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the banter people tune in for. <laughs>